Hi everybody, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of four books, host of two PBS specials. I'm here at the beautiful Middle Beach Resort near Tofino, British Columbia on Vancouver Island, and I thought I would share this experience with you. The experience I want to talk about has to do with our relationship to food and weight. In some ways, this is a perfect spot to talk about this because a lot of people kind of get away to enjoy, you know, a resort, a vacation, and they have a tendency to kind of get their money's worth by eating whatever there is to eat. And sometimes we even do that while we're at home. And I'm going to suggest that this perspective on kind of consuming as much as we can, as fast as we can, not wasting any food, isn't really serving us. And I'm going to suggest it wasn't our natural way of eating. One of the things I like to do is talk about how as babies, we only ate when we were hungry and we stopped when we were no longer hungry. We couldn't be forced to eat anything. We'd just either throw it up or refuse it. Today, however, I think what happens is we eat when we're not hungry. We keep eating until we're full or until we've got our money's worth or until we fulfilled all the beliefs about food and wasting food and things that we've taught about the starving children in China, etc. So I want to give you a new perspective on food and weight that is designed to allow you to eat anything you want, anytime you want, and never gain weight. The first thing is we want to return to that old way of eating where we only eat when we're hungry. Now, hunger doesn't mean, gee, this would taste good. This sounds like a good idea. Hunger is a rumbling in the middle of your stomach, in the middle of your body. It's a physiological movement, and those are the stomach walls coming together. Notice how often we eat when we're not hungry. And when we eat when we're not hungry, the body doesn't know what to do with the food. So that's one of the things, only eat when you're hungry. Then, in my method, you use the same signal to stop eating that you use to start eating. You only eat when you're hungry. You stop eating when you are no longer hungry. See, that's different than full. A lot of us eat until we're full. But there's actually a 20-minute lag between when your stomach is full and when your brain registers full. So if you stop eating when you're hungry, you have, I mean full, you have been eating for at least 20 minutes longer than your body needs. So you start eating when you're hungry. Then you keep asking yourself the question as you eat, am I still hungry? They will come to a point where the answer is no. At that point you stop eating and then you go to dessert. Because I believe that dessert ought to be at the end of every meal. But how do you do that without gaining weight? You switch from hunger because you're no longer hungry to taste. You taste that first bite of the dessert and rate it from 1 to 10. If it's not a 10, don't eat anymore because it's not worth the calories. But frankly, most desserts are 10, so that's really not a problem. So you take that first bite and, oh, this is so good. Oh, my goodness, this is so good. Haagen-Dazs coffee ice cream with Oreo cookies crumbled up in it. It's one of my favorites. Then you take the next bite. Now, the next bite is going to be really good, still worth eating, but it's not going to be a 10 anymore. Your taste buds are starting to acclimate to the taste of the dessert, the coldness, the sweetness, whatever, and it starts to taste just a little less. Still worth it, just a little less. The next bite may be around a 9, the next one will be around an 8, then around a 7. When it gets to a 6, you stop eating, no matter how much dessert is left. That way, you only have the best part of the dessert, because the bites from 1 to 6 will taste better than the bites from 6 to 1 and you don't gain weight, and you don't find yourself feeling resentful or depriving yourself of something. This is how we ate as kids, as babies. Before we were taught to eat at a certain time because somebody cooked it and to keep the starving children in China from starving. They never get the food. <laughs> so what I'm gonna encourage you to do is begin to cooperate with your body. See it not as the problem, but as part of the solution. A valuable signal that 
you are hungry means you should eat. So that means when you are hungry, you eat. Don't just wait two or three hours until you have a chance to do that. So you eat when you're hungry, you stop when you're no longer hungry, and that gives you the opportunity to actually allow your body to find its natural normal weight. Because I encourage people never to try to lose weight, because we're programmed to find what we lose. Must be around here somewhere. Alert! Alert! We interrupt this message from Dr. Bill to bring you a message from Dr. Bill. Hi. <laughs> I forgot something. There was a concept I wanted to mention that I've been thinking about. I didn't put in the video, so I thought I'd shoot this little insert. I'm in Vancouver now, the city of Vancouver. You may hear some of the street sounds in the background. Beautiful city. And I wanted to talk one more time, just a little bit more about this concept of losing weight. Because I think it can be a pretty big deal, especially when we're afraid we have to lose weight. We need to lose weight. We're afraid of what it makes us look like, or we're afraid of our health. That fear is the problem, because fear triggers that lower 20% of the brain. Those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know that when we trigger that lower 20% of the brain, we trigger cortisol. Cortisol triggers glucose. Glucose is sugar, and when it's not burned off, turns to fat. So the worry about losing weight actually has us producing the kind of chemicals, glucose and sugar, that add to the weight. Plus, if worry and fear is our motivation, then when we, gain, when we lose the weight, we lose the motivation. So that's why I talk about never losing weight. Now, back to the original video. The truth is, if we'll allow our body to give us the signal of when to eat, when to stop eating, we can then allow our body to find its natural, normal, healthy weight. Now, that might take a few months, maybe six, maybe nine, but we're gonna be on the planet six or nine months anyway, why not be really good at this? So what I suggest we begin to do is retrain ourselves. Begin to eat like we learned to eat as children, like we were eating naturally as babies, and then begin to allow our body to find its natural, normal, healthy weight. I hope you found this valuable. I want to thank the uh, TEC of Canada to, for bringing me to this wonderful, beautiful place. If you have a chance, I encourage you to visit this uh, beautiful place. Remember, it's uh, Vancouver Island, Tofino, British Columbia, the Middle Beach Resort. Just a beautiful place. And I encourage you to consider maybe changing your relationship with food, returning to the way you naturally ate and allowing your body to find its natural, normal, healthy way. If you found this valuable and you want me to come and speak to your organization, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com. Hit the contact button and let me know what you're interested in. In the meantime, here's to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.